0: Welcome to the Jenks Coaches Show with head coach Keith Riggs. For the next half hour, Don King will review last week's game and preview this week's opponent. We will also remember past players and great plays involving the 18-time state champion Jenks Trojans. And carol has got room. 45-40. 35-30. First down. And he'll score. Touchdown, Trojans. Tonight's Coaches Show is brought to you by Riverside Ford of Tulsa. Excel Therapy, State Farm Agent, Matt McCoy, Communication Federal Credit Union, Waldo's Chicken, Advanced Orthopedics of Oklahoma, Woodland West Animal Hospital and Pet Resort, Tzatziki's Mediterranean Cafe, Yale Cleaners, and by Community Care of Oklahoma. Time to go behind the scenes with Jenks Trojans football.
1: Welcome in to the Jinx Trojan Radio Show, Tuesday night, 6 to 6.30, brought to you by Riverside Ford, Yale Cleaners, and Community Care of Oklahoma. We visit with the head coach, Keith Riggs, to the Jinx Trojans after a disappointing 16-12 to loss to uh, Westmore. I know you've already – unfortunately, you got to revisit it because you've already put this thing to bed and, and concentrating on Thursday's game for Norman North. But uh, defensively, I thought you guys played uh, pretty well. You gave up the big play there at the beginning, but after that kind of settled in.
2: They did. You know, there's certainly – you always see things you can improve on. But defensively overall, I was really pleased. Played really hard. They flew to the football, a very dangerous football team. They're very talented offensively. So a lot of positives to take. MJ Graham is their quarterback. He had over
1: 400 total yards, three touchdowns for Westmore. in the previous win a come from behind win over Moore. And yet you guys were able to really, I thought, hold him in, in check Friday night.
2: Yes, uh, you know, very dangerous. Had had big yardage the week before, uh, passing and running. And uh, so defensively, I, I felt like we did a really good job against yeah. him. You're down
1: seven to nothing in the first quarter. You drive the ball down to the Westmore 23-yard line, have a third and four, can't convert a pass, so you have to kick a field goal. And so you're down seven to three. And then they have a – your defense stops them again on three and out. They fumble the punt uh, at the goal line, run it back to the line – of. scrimmage which was the 13 yard line so with 238 go first quarter you've got the ball at the westmore 13 yard line but on the second play uh, a miscommunication which ended up uh, costing you uh, some points you ended up with a field goal and this one's up from 40 yards and good so the trojans have a decent drive even though they got it at the westmore 40 would have loved to have seven but pick up three and trail westmore here in the first quarter seven to three with 415 to go in the opening quarter
2: yeah i had a bad snap on a play and uh put us kind of behind the chains and uh you know you just when you when you get a takeaway like that especially with that kind of yardage, you. Just really got to capitalize on it. Yeah, and you guys have
1: been able to do that in the last uh, two games. Going into the second quarter, back and forth it goes, and then they put together a decent 59-yard drive on eight plays. They convert a third down, albeit third and one. So you're down 14 to six. Then you get the ball uh, with four and a half minutes to go, first half, and get down to the uh, practice, You
2: get down to the one-yard line and end up coming up empty because of a couple of penalties. Yeah, had a penalty from the one-yard line. You know, we felt really good about the play we had called there to punch it in. Again, you know, uh, execution, we've got to be better. Um, As coaches, you know, we've got to do a better job of of eliminating those mistakes through our practice preparation. So. It's always something small, but all those small things add up to something big, and that's a district loss. Yeah. So you uh, have a touchdown called back, then try a field goal, but you miss it, so you're still
1: down 14 to 6 at halftime. Going into the third quarter, you come back. Stops the clock with 3.11 to go third quarter. Adam Gaylor trying to get his defense together on the sideline. They're looking over a video. Meanwhile, Greg Calabrese trying to dial something up offensively. Third and ten at the 33. Empty backfield. Jones steps up. He fires another deep pass. Caden Jones has this one. Katie to the 25, to the 20, to the 15. Cut from behind. First down at the 13-yard line. Wow, just
0: when you needed something, Rob, it was there. I mean, KD shows his ability to get down the field
1: and to make a play when you really need one.
3: And maybe, maybe, just maybe, that's the spark that this offense needed. On that earlier incompletion to AC Christensen, you could hear the collective groan go up from the stands like they want it so badly. They want something to open up so badly for this jinx offense, and finally it did. Well-thrown ball by Owen Jones.
1: You get a touchdown late in the third quarter from uh, K.D. on the fourth and two, and then you go for two points to tie the game.
2: Yeah, wanted to try to even it up. Uh, ran a sprint out, and uh, there, you know, one of their defensive backs got a got a hand on the ball. So you go into the fourth quarter down 14 uh, to 12. Get an
1: interception from Samaj Stanford. Unable to uh, do much with that, but you get the ball back with under four minutes to go at your own 13-yard line. And then another uh, miscommunication uh, between the quarterback and the center.
2: Yeah, had another snap, you know, and uh, that wasn't quite right. Uh, got a hand on it, but not not enough to control it. And it, it put us on about the half-yard line. And uh, next play, we we give up a safety and two more points. And uh, that was a huge play for them, you know, to, to go up by more than three. And uh, so, again, you know, all those little things, we've got to – work really hard this week on on minimizing those types of mistakes. Yeah. You do get the ball with a minute
1: 13. You do drive down again. A couple of things uh, go awry, a penalty, and then um, you, you throw the ball. I mean, you have a chance. You throw the ball in the end zone, and basically on the last play of the game. Here's the snap. Jones throws. This is do or die, and it's picked off in the end zone, and that'll do it for the Jaguars. Owen Jones pass is intercepted at in the end Jaden Williams comes up with the interception, and Westmore has beaten Jinx for the first time since 2002. After Jinx had beaten them 15 consecutive times, this one comes up Westmore's favor 16 to 12. I know that's got to be frustrating uh, for you. You get the ball twice inside the 10 yard line and can't score any points Friday.
2: Well, yeah, you know, we were inside the 25 four times and only came up with six points from those those drives. And, uh, you know, you're not going to be 100% on those drives, but we certainly have to be better than we were Friday night. Yeah. So we will take a break uh,
1: with Coach Riggs, and then when we come back, Rob Labert will have a, a nice visit with a former Receiver for the Jinx Trojans as we celebrate the 30-year anniversary of the 1993 state championship, the 2003 state championship as well, and then the 2013 state championship. So Marcus Pugh, former receiver, will join us when we continue on the Jinx Trojan radio show on 1170 The Blitz.
0: Hi, I'm John Rothrock of Yale Cleaners. I am very excited to introduce our new service, Yale Cleaners Plus. Yale Cleaners Plus brings you automatic payment, automatic discounts, and access to exclusive offers and rewards. Yale Plus is a convenient service, saves you time and money, and best of all, it's free. You'll get
4: 20% off every order regardless of how much you spend. To learn more about Yale Cleaners Plus or to enroll for
0: free, stop by any Yale Cleaners location or visit yalecleaners.com backslash plus. The good guys in the white hat, Yale Cleaners. With a Medicare Advantage plan from Community Care, you'll get the benefits you want and your choice of the area's premier health systems. And you'll get the plan that has the state's highest
1: customer satisfaction rating. Locally owned Community Care offers the Medicare Advantage plan's Oklahomans can trust. Call now to enroll in the plan that cares for this community like no other health plan can or does. Medicare annual enrollment starts October 15th.
0: Community Care, your health plan wins.
2: Advanced Orthopedics of Oklahoma is the region's sports medicine authority, serving as the team physicians for more universities, more high schools, and more club teams than all the other providers combined. At Advanced Orthopedics of Oklahoma, we're focused on providing you with the personalized orthopedic care you deserve. For the area's best teams, and for the athlete in all of us, Advanced Orthopedics of Oklahoma is the region's sports medicine authority.
3: Tzatziki's Mediterranean Cafe is serving up fresh and healthy Mediterranean favorites like lamb gyro, scratch-made hummus, baklava, and more. Our salmon feast is a delicious and filling entree with none of the guilt. With over 100 menu items, Tzatziki's has something for all tastes. Elevate your catering experience with Tzatziki's signature dips and pita, box lunches, or any of our full-service catering options. Perfect for a boardroom or a baby shower. Tzatziki's is locally owned and operated.
0: Text the word Dallas right now to 918-262-5072, and you're entered to win Dallas Cowboys tickets from Miller Lite and the Blitz 1170.
3: I'm Rob Labor, and I'm joined now by a former Trojan wide receiver, football state champion, track state champion. I'm talking, of course, about Marcus Pugh. Marcus, first of all, man, thanks for making the time for us. I guess just off the bat, tell people out there where you are these days and, and what you're up to.
4: Thanks for having me. Um, I'm still here in Tulsa, working with uh, several of our athletes in Jinx and around the city, helping develop them and uh, help them chase their dreams to the next level.
3: And I would imagine there's there's big business in that, that it's very popular, that it's very important in this day and age of of NIL and college recruiting and social media to make sure that that these kids are are getting out there and and getting noticed. I would imagine that's a job that (laughs) can be all-consuming if you wanted it to be.
4: Yeah, I no, know, and that's the thing, it's huge. Uh, kids nowadays, they have so many resources and so many different things that they can use to help promote themselves or put themselves on a different stage to where they can be successful or have these coaches seen, you know. Uh, I can only imagine what, what life would have been like for athletes around my time if we had YouTube and Huddle back then, you know.
3: Okay, so take me back to... Your junior year as a jinx football mm-hmm. player, you guys went eight and four so what was what was kind of the mentality going into that two thousand three season when you guys were able to go twelve and two and win a state championship?
4: That was my first year to jinx. I had just transferred over from Tulsa Memorial, mm-hmm. so just understanding the environment of jinx football was was a learning experience in itself and and then on top of that we we dealt with a lot of injuries that year. Uh, We lost our most vital player, Zach Edwards, in the first round of the playoffs to an MCL injury, and then everybody's roles changed. Um, But taking that going into our next year, those people that were young and had to step up had that experience now.
3: Talking with uh, Marcus Pugh here, former Trojan wide receiver here on the Halftime Report. Take me back to the 2003 state championship game. You're going up against Edmond Santa Fe. They've got a guy at quarterback by the name of Brandon Whedon. Uh, they've got this tremendous athlete named Reggie Smith. Um, just take me back to that moment and, and what you remember, what stands out about that victory.
4: At halftime of that game, we're down 10 to nothing. Um, we had just, we had literally just scored a touchdown and they called it. They, they called us down on the one. Um, of course, the high school, there's no re- replay. So it was like everybody's, heads are down we're down and i was like guys you know what big time players make big time plays in big games that's what coach tremble preached to us i said we're not going to lose the state championship i'm not going to let us lose the state championship this team is not going to let us lose the state championship we came right out and we hit him in the mouth like you said i caught that touchdown at, at the end of the third quarter i believe um i caught another post uh from Andrew Brewer to set up Freddie's next touchdown, and and, and then uh, I batted down the final pass of the game, and we won. Like it was, it was just a surreal moment. It was just the things that you dream about actually happening, playing out, and let alone you're also you're also one of the key people making an impact in the game. Um, along with that, we were filming uh a King of the Mountain movie at that time and point. So the even. Do the things that I did in that game and be a key person in the movie. I was just like, just all this is surreal.
3: So I want to I want to shift gears and, and talk about your your talent on the track. But you actually set a state record in the 100 meter and the 200 meter, I believe, or or you are a state yes, champion in the 100 and 200, and then set a state record in the 100 in the regionals with a 10.37 just flat-out flying out there, and then you went on to a really successful track, and track career at the University of Oklahoma. So let's play a little true or false here with Marcus Pugh. True or false, you would rather win a race than catch a long touchdown pass? Well,
4: see, a lot of people are going to be surprised. I'd, I'd rather catch a long touchdown pass.
3: And why? Why is that?
4: even though track can be a team sport it's a very individual sport Uh, a long touchdown pass getting the band going getting the crowd going change
3: momentum things like that
4: that to me is, is way better than track
3: okay true or false you're born fast or you're not true you're born fast so you can help you can help some of these athletes that you work with now in terms of their, their speed and agility, maybe their reaction time, maybe their quickness or, or route running or something like that. But in, in terms of just straight line speed, it's either God gave you that or he didn't.
4: Correct. Um, and that's actually a question that I get asked a lot about with, with my training and my development because everybody wants to be fast because that's the name of the game in every sport nowadays. And um, can you train it? To an extent, yes, you can. but a lot of the people it comes from genetics, like you were saying.
3: Okay, last last true or false here. I put you on the track right now and you can run a hundred meters in under twelve seconds. Oh,
4: most definitely.
3: No most hesitation. Definitely. That that's true. Even even if you haven't maybe been training as much as you used to or working out as much as you used to, you're 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 going under twelve easy.
4: Oh yeah, I'm definitely going under twelve.
3: Are you going uh, are you I'm going under eleven? Oh, no, okay no, no, no. <laughs> If I went under 11, that would be God-given that day. They might have to uh, They might have to give you some tryouts in the NFL if you're going under 11. They might need to line you up next to Tyreek Hill. Yeah, if I
4: was going under 11 right now, you guys might see me trying to go to the XFL or the USFL or... Or one of these regional
3: NFL (laughs) playoffs. Well, Marcus, this has been awesome um, catching up with you. I I know the people out there listening, you know, so many of them remember you, those great moments in 2003, those big catches in the state championship game. And uh, glad to hear that you are still in the area giving back to the kids in the community. So thanks for all the great work you're doing out there and appreciate you uh, taking the time for us today. No problem. Thank you for having me and and thank you for considering me for an interview like this, man. That's uh, Marcus Pugh, we'll be back with more right after this on The Blitz 1170. It's Randy Pierce for Riverside Ford of Tulsa. We're
0: making it more convenient for you to get your Ford serviced or repaired. We can now come to you for minor repairs and recalls with our mobile service. Need an oil change or repairs done? We can now come to you. Pick up your vehicle from your home or work and deliver it back to you when the work is done. Just call us for details and booking information. Mobile service, pickup and delivery are just a few ways that Riverside is by your side you too we know how much love your pet gives we're woodland west animal hospital and we are always here for your pet as one of the largest animal hospitals in oklahoma we provide the most comprehensive care from regular checkups to surgeries and emergencies we are open seven days a week 365 days a year including holidays to make sure to cover all of your pet care needs check us out online at woodlandwestanimalhospital.com for any of your pet care needs woodland west is the best
3: Hi, this is Matt McCoy. While playing on championship teams under Coach Trimble at Jinx and under Coach Stoops at OU, they surrounded themselves with great staff. I too have surrounded myself with an outstanding support system for my state farm agency here at 81st and 129th. With rates going up and inflation, especially hitting homeowners insurance policies, let my staff go over your policies and see what we can do to give you a better rate on your homeowners insurance. Give us a call at 918-615-6634.
0: Look forward to talking to you. For nearly 50 years, Chris Nickel has been servicing the Tulsa area. Now in our third generation, we've grown our team to include 190 employees. Together, our goal has always been exceptional customer service. That's why we're constantly growing and improving. Now more than ever, buying and scheduling service for your vehicle has never been easier. We offer virtual and curbside test drives, along with same-day delivery. Get the convenience of online shopping with the customer service of our family-owned business. ChrisNickel.com or 145th in the VA, where you always get your nickels worth.
1: So we come back to wrap up the show, look ahead to Norman North and talk about the district to standings. 2003 was a state championship season for the Trojans. Uh,
2: I know you recall that season well. That was your first year as an assistant. Yes, it was. Uh, very memorable. I spent most of my season, I think, just trying to keep my head above water and keep <laughs> up with Coach Tennyson. But, uh, you know, didn't start off great that year. We were 2-2, two and two, lost our first district game to uh, Broken Arrow. But a great example of our kids just continuing to work and get better. And, you know, we made a run there at the end of the year, got a revenge win against Union in the semis and beat Edmund Santa Fe in the finals. Yeah, that
1: was a great Thanksgiving Saturday afternoon win, 14-12 to 12 over Union. And then uh, to play in OU, that had to be kind of fun to, uh, for a state championship game
2: on a Saturday afternoon in, in 2003 to play at OU. Yeah, uh, you know, anytime you get to the championship game, it doesn't matter where you play uh, or who you're playing, but certainly uh, to play at Memorial Stadium on the OU campus was pretty exciting.
1: Yeah, you guys fall down 10 to nothing. You're driving in. I, I'll uh, never forget it. It's fourth and one, I think it is, at the at the one-yard line. And Coach, I think he wanted to kick a field goal to get some points on the board, but the team talked
2: him into going for it, and you didn't get it. And uh, he was not too happy at halftime. <laughs> no, you, you hate to walk away from that situation with no points at all, you know. But um, just, you know, that first half, some missed opportunities. Uh, we knew we had what we needed to make it happen. And, you know, great second half by our kids.
1: Yeah, they came back and uh, Andrew Brewer was the quarterback, hit Marcus Pugh for, for a touchdown. And then Pugh set up another touchdown. And then Stephen Woodward, after Ben Cutton, I think it was, had intercepted a pass, got a field goal to win at 17 to 10. But when you look back on, uh, on that team, you're on the defensive side, but Marcus Pugh uh, had uh, quite a, a senior year in
2: 2003. He did. He made so much progress from the beginning to the end. Uh, was an impact on both sides of the ball, and uh, you know he was a big part of of that run we made uh, down the stretch.
1: We also had Carson Epps on the show a couple of weeks ago. It is amazing uh, as you look back at Jordan Smallwood, Carson Epps, all the receivers that Jinx has had over the years, and it seems like a lot of times. Uh, they don't get many catches through their career, but their senior year they seem to step up. Alonzo Adams is another that comes to mind that really steps up and plays well their
2: senior season. We've had a bunch of them. You just named a few of guys that had what most people on the outside would consider a quiet career until their senior year and they really break out. As coaches, we see you know what they've got in them uh, their whole career, it's just a matter of them you know, the work ethic they have and, and putting in the work and biding their time. And when they have that opportunity, they make the most of it. That's
1: got to be one of the most rewarding things in coaching, whether it's a receiver or any particular players, when, as I like to say, when that light bulb comes on in their head and they kind of gain that confidence
2: and kind of realize they can play at this level. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I think, you know, we're as coaches, we're in it for the kids. To see them grow and develop uh, both on the field and off the field, you know, turning into young men, uh, is just so satisfying to be a part of it and help them. Mm-hmm. Before we
1: uh, get out of here, Norman North, it's a Thursday night game, by the way, so I want to remind everybody of that. Thursday night, 6.30 pregame show, 7 o'clock at Norman North, another really good team that beat Broken Arrow last week 28 to 14 so Westmore and Bigsby are leading the district and then you and three other teams tied at 1 and 1 so this is a big
2: game Thursday certainly is uh you know they're going to all be big games now for us uh we've got to take care of the things we can control and that will start with uh find a way to get a win on Thursday night you know i've always uh, said that uh,
1: in the past Jinx has dominated the west side of the state and the Oklahoma City area schools. And it really seemed like when uh, Jinx got off the bus, they were head 14 to nothing. But that's not the case anymore, as we were evidenced Friday. And that's no knock on Jinx. That's just the fact that it seems like these Oklahoma City schools are playing much better football than they were several years ago.
2: I think so. When, with the split of 6A, uh, 6A1, those those west side teams are playing us and, and Union and Owasso and Broken Arrow and and now Bixby uh, every year during the season, you know, at least a couple of us. So uh, when you play a good team, you know, it's easy to, to identify your areas of improvement. And so I think the competition during the season for them has increased their level of preparation and, and what they're doing uh, each year, and, and it's raised the level of, of football in 6A1. Mm-hmm. What do you know about Norman North? Well, a very sound football team. They're well coached. You know, they've, they've got a really challenging offense to defend. Uh, defensively, they really fly to the football. They're going to try to make you one-dimensional up front so uh, you know another challenging game for us your yeah. Thursday
1: night games um, I mean it's part of the the process how much do you have to compress uh, because you miss a day of practice
2: we uh you know it, it's hard to to lose those reps you never want to lose reps you know it, it's that way for both teams certainly but you try to pick and choose where you, you add some time into practice and where you drop some things and make just make the most of the time that you do have. Good luck Thursday. We'll talk to you then. Thanks, Don. Keith Riggs,
1: head coach of the Jinx Trojans. That takes care of this Jinx Trojan radio show. Again, Tuesday, 6 to 6.30. Brought to you by Matt McCoy Insurance. Also brought to you by Excel Therapy Specialists and Advanced Orthopedics of Oklahoma. Again, 6.30 pregame Thursday. 7 o'clock kickoff from Norman on the campus of Norman High School against Norman North and we'll see you then on the Blitz 1170.